Going to turn things back over to Mark for the third and final hour of this morning's edition of Garden Talk. Mark, good morning. So what kind of peppers did you eat? What pepper story do you have for us? Pepper story? Yeah. Oh, boy. Well, actually, I had... Uh, do you like stuffed peppers? Yeah, I love stuffed, pe- stuffed peppers. I had a... Uh, Excuse me. I actually went and had stuffed peppers over Christmas, which was honestly a welcome addition, I think, to the many different, uh, many different things that are commonly on the table for the holidays. But uh, actually, wanted to ask you: you looking forward to anything this upcoming year, 2019? Any plans? Plans or plants? Plants, plans, <laughs> plans for plants. <laughs> I'm going to be doing a little propagation of some weird things as usual. So, um, I'm going to give you a clue. Okay. We're going to do what plant I am this hour. Sure. And this plant is going to be hard. Mm. I have to give you that right. Okay. Um, I am commonly found as a house plant. Okay. I have, I often have a slender trunk that's braided together and I am usually found in as a low maintenance option in artificially lit areas. I am easily grown, but I'm typically found in Mexico to Northern South America. I can grow 60 feet tall in my native habitat, okay? And I do really well in pots and containers. Um, I have slim green leaves that are arranged palmately, meaning like a palm of your hand, okay? Mm -hmm. I produce fruit that's oval with green pods divided into five chambers within... Okay, you ready? Ready. Ready. And so with all of that being said, the seeds within the fruit of me swell until they burst and they pop open. And if you roast my nuts, they taste like chestnuts and can be used like flour. Hmm. That's an interesting plant. So what plant am I? I've got a guess. I'll send it to you. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to say it's a. Uh, yeah, it's all right. Because I'm kind of half. I'm kind of. Whenever we do what plan I am, I'm kind of half playing. I can't really play because I know really you're. Be an, fair, you're you're but... not. You're not eligible. <laughs> but I'll send you my guess. Uh, that's right. So if you know what plan I am, ladies and gents. Um, and you want to win a twenty-five dollar gift card to Noah because they're gardeners like you and I. Um, you can call us now at 457-1290 with your opportunity to win that $25 gift card on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group, Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist, Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a happy new year to each and every one of you. And welcome back to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. My name is Mark Weber and I have hosted this legendary broadcast now for 28 years. And I love to help you with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. And for the next 60 minutes or so, we'll be taking your calls at 457-1290. That's 457 457- 1290 where you can be part of garden talk if you've got a gardening question or you want to guess what plant i am all of that and so much more can be found here on garden talk and uh let's begin this morning telling you a little bit about myself my name is mark weber i am the um, president and co-founder of a business called mark weber's landscaping you can learn about my business at weberlandscaping.com And um, I hold two degrees in horticulture from the Ohio State University. 
Uh, I am also designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a board-certified master arborist. I'm also a tree risk assessment qualified arborist, and um, I've been involved in the world of plants and, and trees and shrubs and perennials and vegetable gardens and anything and everything involving the world of horticulture for well over 40 years. So I bring lots and lots of experience, real life experience, and more so, um, I'm very much a scientist. I like to talk about how we can grow plants and be successful with them. And part of my job hosting Garden Talk is, is I get to um, introduce new things to the world. Um, I get to show you new ideas, new ideas, and also new plant ideas. And more so, I get to talk about things that are unique in so many different ways. And one way that I do that is with what plants I am. And that's where I'm the plant. And I describe my many different uh, attributes. And it's your job listening to Garden Talk to figure out what I am. And if you get what I am, then you will win yourself um, a $25 gift card to NOLA because they are gardeners like you and I. 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That will put you into the Master Control Studios of WHIO Radio, where our executive producer will be happy to take your call and you'll be part of this um, broadcast. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the clues again. Give us a call 457-1290. That's 457-1290. If you know what plant I am, here I go. I am commonly found as a house plant. I often have a slender trunk that's braided together as a low maintenance option and you will find me typically in artificially lit areas. I am easily grown under, under artificially lit conditions. However, if you find me in my native zone of Mexico and South America, I can get up to 60 feet tall. And um, I can even be grown in a pot and container. I have slim, slender stems um, that are topped with these leaves that are palmate, meaning shaped like a palm of your hand. I produce a fruit that's oval with green pods that's divided into five chambers within that pod. And when the seeds come out, they literally burst out of the pod. And my, if you roast my nuts... They taste like chestnuts and can be ground into flour. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. Um, I'll also give you another little clue about me. Um, I'm typically found in zones ten and eleven. Um, I'm not very cold hardy, actually. Um. I do best in full sun to partial shade. Um, and uh, I like deep, infrequent watering. Um, and that's all I'm going to give you for now. 457-1290 if you know what plan I am. With a $25 gift card to Knollwood because they're gardeners like you and I. Four five seven twelve ninety. Actually, I can't believe this. <laughs> oh my goodness, Mr. Richmond, I am I am impressed with your knowledge of plants. <laughs> you are unbelievable. Four five seven twelve ninety. If you know the number, if if you're a member of GardenTalkBlog.com, you'd actually will know the name of this plant already because. Somebody named Richmond already figured this one out. <laughs> oh, my goodness sakes alive. I, the harder I write and the more he figures them out. How he figured this one out, I do not know. Um, I also want to share with you this time of year that uh, as we encroach into the wonderful world of winter, um, it's a time to really recharge the batteries. 
And it's a time for you to really recharge what you want to do with your landscape long term. Um, it's one of those things where you have the ability this time of year to really transform um, the landscape on multiple levels. Um, and one of the key ways of doing that is, is to do a full site evaluation with the soil, um, exposure to sunlight, um, the existence of other plant material that are in that landscape so that you can thoroughly understand um, how you should best manage that landscape long term. Four, five, seven, twelve, ninety. If you know what plan I am, I'll be curious. Uh, how many people? Um, okay, let's go talk to Greg real quick. All right, is Greg ready to go over there, Miss Producer? Greg's ready to go. Greg, good morning. It is a good morning, Mark. Happy winter. <laughs> okay, Mister Dennis, Greg, what plan am I? Ficus. Not today. <laughs> I am much. I'm different in a ficus because a ficus typically has a single leaf. It doesn't have a palmately compound leaf. So I didn't listen. Sorry, to all that's the clues. it's it's really okay. It's really okay. It's one of those. Give it's one of those. Somebody else a chance to answer. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's just one of those things that makes sure. it difficult. Did did I help you with your basil question? By the way. Well, every one of those plants died. I, I brought in basil plants that grew from seed, planted them in the house, and they were growing fine for several weeks. And then the leaves began to get this black spots as the leaves just withered and died. So I don't know that it was frost. There was something growing. So I threw them all away, disinfected the whole area, and I'll try again later. Did, were they? Where did they germinate at originally? Germinate outside or inside? Outside. And did you transplant them, like lift them and put them in new pots when you moved them inside? Yes, I put them in some potting soil. Okay. Got out of the bag. So what did you germinate them in? That's, that's my question. Oh, they germinated in uh, the soil near the plant. They just. The seeds fell off the top of the plant. Okay. These are like chance seedlings then. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, when I looked at the photographs, they the, the leaves look water-soaked to me, which leads me down the path of, of cold uh, cold uh, weather injury. That's what it, what it led me down the path to. And, and remember, basil is a very, very, very warm season plant. It doesn't like any level of cold. And cold well, cold that. is below 60. <laughs> so, oh. yeah, cold can be below 60. So, you know, and, and, and when you think of cold weather injury in plants, a lot of times we think it's got to be 32 below or 32 degrees Fahrenheit. You can have cold weather injury in, in tropical regions of the of the world that never get below 70. Um, I've seen cold weather injury in Mexico when they, they had a cold spell, and the cold spell of them was 55. And there was time, uh, creeping time, that was severely damaged to 50-degree temperatures. Wow. So depending on where you live and the plants involved, cold weather injury can be all over the planet. I mean, if there's, you can have cold weather injury in Alaska as well as cold weather injury in Ohio or cold weather injury in South Florida. So, okay. Okay. You have a question, question about tomatoes. Yes, I have some little peat pots that already have tomato seeds in them. And I thought I'd try to grow them this year indoors, start them. But I don't know when to start. Typically, we start our seeds six to eight weeks before we're going to sow them outside. Okay. So we're a ways away. So typically, if you're going to be putting stuff out by May 15th, you are sowing seed no earlier than April 10th or so. I'll mark my calendar. So we're a ways away. <laughs> okay, sir. Yes. Mark, thanks for your help, as always. All right. And I'm still flossing, by the way. I am so proud of you. <laughs> I still floss. I still floss. Dr. Greg, have a, have a happy new year, and we'll talk to you in 2019.
Thank you, Mark, and the same to you. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. 457-1290. When we come back, we've got a winner to what plan I am. And so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather, and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. David Cemetery offers many options for your cremation, from niches in our mausoleums and columbariums to a ground burial in our traditional grave spaces or scattering in our remembrance circle. Like traditional burial, placing a cremation in a columbarium or mausoleum niche offers family and friends a physical location for memorialization. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. As we all know, life can bring about many challenges. Fortunately, some you can expect and plan for. By joining the McAfee Comfort Club, we can find many problems before they happen. And for the moment you're caught off guard, our emergency priority service restores your comfort quickly. Any season, any time, McAfee. At Cox Media Group, we know that nonprofit organizations work day and night to make Dayton a better place to live. We felt it was critical to support the work they do, so we created a new initiative called Neighbors Helping Neighbors. The purpose of this program is to give local nonprofits free marketing tools, training, resources, and most importantly, free advertising to get their word out. Are you part of a nonprofit? Need help? Submit requests at NeighborsMiamiValley.com. Thank you to our underwriters, including White Allen and Dyer Garofalo Manon Schultz. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. Winter in the Miami Valley means jumping from warm to cold, from rain to snow, and from icy roads to wet roads. Our winter weather can be a roller coaster ride. Our Storm Center 7 team of meteorologists keeps you ahead of the curve around the clock 24-7 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's 824. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high. Mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar is clear. We've got overcast skies, 33 in downtown Dayton and uh, 34 in Springboro, 32 in Wilmington on the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and news, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290, Miss Producer question number two, John, is does, does he have a question? Of, does, does he think the name of the plant is that, or is that just a question? It's a question. Okay. Let's head back to the telephone lines, and let's go talk to Debbie. Debbie, good morning. Good morning. All right, Debbie. I know you stayed up all night long and studied all kinds of books, right? Yes, I did. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just, I'm just teasing. Okay, I'm just teasing. Okay. I'll give you the clues, Debbie. I am commonly found as a house plant. I often have slender trunks that are braided together. Um, I kind of grow like a big umbrella. That's kind of the way that I describe it. I'm, I'm a low maintenance plant for artificially lit areas. I'm easy to grow. Um, I'm native to Mexico and South America. In fact, if you will go down there, you will see me. I'll get literally six feet tall, uh, 60 feet tall. Um, I can grow well in pots and containers. What makes me unique is I have these slender green stems that are topped with these really large palmate-shaped palmate leaves. And I uniquely produce a fruit on a green pod that's inside a five chambers within, which is really unique. 
And then those seeds that are inside those five chambers will burst and bust out. And in Mexico and north, so, northern parts of uh, South America, they'll collect my nuts and they taste like chestnuts and they even grind them into flour. So what plant am I, Debbie? Am I money tree? I am. <laughs> I am Fakira Akuata. Um, very interesting plant on many different levels, but if you're looking for a plant to grow inside your house, that's fairly tolerant of shady conditions like you have in this part of the world. This is a definitely a winner on many different levels. Well, Debbie, you've won yourself a $25 gift card to Knollwood because they're gardeners like you and I, I'm going to put you on hold. And our Madam Producer will get your all your vitals so you can pick up your prize, okay? Oh, all righty, thank you. And Happy New Year to you. Happy New Year. Bye-bye. Four, Bye. five, seven, 12, 90, and let's go talk to Pat. Pat, good morning. Good morning. I know you stayed up all night and you just heard that Debbie won, but you won. I know. You didn't win. I don't have a prize to give you, but you did get it right. It is, it is the money tree. And do you know how I know? How do you know? I have uh, one of them that I've had for over 40 years. Is that I've right? I've had it since uh, it was about 10 inches high. It was sent to the hospital when my first daughter was born, and it kept growing and growing. How it, and it's over 7 feet tall. It's always been indoors. Mm-hmm. And uh, within this last year, most of the branches coming out of the pot, I do repotted about every couple of years to a bigger pot. Um, I'm down to one branch that is still green, uh-huh. and I can see it declining. I like to keep it alive and don't know what else to do. Bobby, it may be an issue of the pot um, being root-bound, so you may think about bumping it up a pot size. Again? Okay. Yeah, it may it be. Right here. That yeah. was the first thing I did when I noticed this. Yeah, you may you might want to think about bumping it up a pot size. Hey, is there a which is better, plastic or clay? It doesn't matter. As it long as you, as long as you've got good drainage on the bottom of it, mm-hmm. and you use a good um, soilless potting mix. Mm-hmm. Um. Yeah, I think it'll be. I good. don't know if I can mention what I use, but. Uh, sure, I don't care. You don't care, okay? I have been oh, I have been using the Miracle Grow potting mix. Okay, and that and that that's a soilless potting mix. Okay, and that's and that's fine, that's fine. That will work fine. Yeah. And do I have time for one quick question? I would be happy to. Thank you, Mike. Mike. It's okay. Um, <laughs> there's areas in my lawn that I have been trying to reseed lately. I mean, mm. within the last year. And it doesn't seem to be taken. Tell you what, I'm going to put you on hold real quick. And I'll I'll be back, okay? I promise I'll be back. Thank you. Be right back on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekends. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 830. I'm Jonah Audi with a WHIO news update. Our top story we're following this morning. A government shutdown likely to follow us into 2019. Got the latest out of Washington as the butting of heads between the two parties and the president continues. Colder temperatures have moved back into the Miami Valley. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. Well, WHIO triple team traffic, checking things out on those freeways for you. Those are looking mostly clear at this time. Not seeing any major accidents out there that's going to cause any trouble for you. And it is our top story in Washington. The partial government shutdown doesn't appear to have an end in sight as the two parties, as well as the president, continue to butt heads over $5 billion for a border wall. The Democrats reportedly making offers, but not offering up money for the wall. On Twitter, the president threatened to close the U.S.-Mexico border without a wall and cut off aid to Central American countries where migrants have fled. That's Fox's Jared Halpern. We'll be following this shutdown and bring any updates as we get them. Well, a former Oakwood safety director, Alex 
Bebris is in Wisconsin jail because of a tip on Facebook. Investigators say they depicted boys and girls roughly ages 12 to 15. Investigators also said in the complaint they found 89 files related to their child porn investigation on Bebris's laptop when they searched his apartment in Wisconsin last week. That's WHIO's John Bedell. He says Oakwood leaders have no reason to suspect Bebris did anything illegal when he was there. Now to Miami Township, we now know the name of the man. Cops say attacked two people with a knife Friday night. Dwayne Edward Taylor Jr. is facing possible assault charges this morning. Police worked on Cruz Circle in Miami Township yesterday. Officers telling us the incident appears to be some kind of family dispute. WHIO's Gabrielle Enright says none of the people involved actually live at the condo complex where this happened. Now, let's get a look at the exclusive weather forecast, the most accurate and dependable forecast coming from meteorologist Jesse Mag. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high. Mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. The latest scan of the Doppler 7 radar is looking all clear throughout the Miami Valley. From our studio, we're seeing cloudy overcast skies at 28 degrees right now in Troy, 32 in Springfield and Urbana, 33 here in Dayton at 833. I'm Jonah Adi, WHIO Continuing News. James Free is a judge-free zone. We're not going to make you feel badly about the gift you gave her. She wanted James Free under the tree. You tried shopping somewhere else. Now, time to make it right. And luckily, you can still do that before New Year's Eve. Come on down to James Free Jewelers for the gift she really wanted. We have 10 times the inventory of average jewelry stores with an amazing display of the most popular designers and a huge selection of certified diamonds. And best of all, James Free has the nation's best trade-up policy. Bring back a diamond you purchased at James Free, and we'll put the original amount you paid toward the purchase of that new diamond, even if it's only a dollar more. So your first gift wasn't perfect. Happens all the time. But remember, James Free is that judge-free zone. All we want is to help you get it right. James Free Jewelers, 3100 Far Hills Avenue in Kettering. Does anyone pay retail for a diamond anymore? Not at James Free. This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone? For Android, just say, OK, Google, and then play WHIO News. Let's spend time to take a walk through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Happy New Year, Mr. John. Happy New Year, Mark. There's a hot pepper day. <laughs> Did you hear so how hot some of those peppers were? Oh, I do, Mark. And you were asking some people their favorite hot pepper moments. Well, it's probably my most memorable, and I don't know if I can really say one of my favorite, but when I was probably in eighth grade, ninth grade, I knew I wasn't driving yet. I was working here at Knollwood, and it was winter time. It was Christmas, and uh, back in the day, I hate to say that. Gosh, I said that the other day, but back in the day, uh, we used to sell at Christmas time a Christmas pepper, and it was some type of ornamental pepper. And of course, the peppers were at that time of year red, and there's a few that were light green, and it looked sort of Christmassy. And uh, the industry never really caught on to it, but. Uh, just like a, so many of your stories, one of the gentlemen who worked here, his name was Bruce, and he said, hey, Johnny, goes, you know, you think you can eat one of these peppers? And, <laughs> and of course, it's an ornamental pepper. It's non-named. Of course, it's non-toxic, not really known for its flavor. So I, I had to man up, and I ate this pepper, and it was hotter than the blazes. <laughs> and so now I am trying to spit out this pepper. Well, just then they call me to the Christmas tree lot to load a customer's Christmas tree. So I have to scurry off, and I'm headed to the tree lot, and, and I'm headed out the door, and I'm grabbing handfuls of snow, and I'm sticking handfuls of snow in my mouth trying to spit out this pepper. And as I'm trying to spit it out, of course, it's a nice blustery day, uh, and the old uh, song about uh, don't spit into the wind. Well, I spat into the wind, and it blew back into my face, <laughs> then got it into my eyes, 
as I'm trying to load this customer's car, I had this burning sensation in my entire face. So uh, I'll never forget that hot pepper moment, that's for sure. <laughs> I think that's one of the things with some of these hot peppers. We all worry about the dangers of con- consuming them. Uh, even the dangers of handling them. Uh-huh. Uh, you know, you, you pick these peppers, you have them growing out in your yard, and, and you know, by chance have some young relatives come in with some kids that are three and four years old, and they go play in the pepper garden. you got some issues, so it takes a bit of protection to go along with them. But I tell you what, Mark, I am not a hot pepper person. I am not, you know, one to go and get the blazing hot wings. So really my favorite pepper that, that we grow and sell is one called garden salsa. And garden salsa to me is like a nice, large, sweet jalapeno that uh, the majority of people can actually consume and enjoy and use in various dishes for heat and whatnot. But I still freeze. I know you do. Uh, I still freeze a lot of peppers for the wintertime to use in chilies and enchiladas and quesadillas and whatnot so the pepper industry is just taking off there's so many new varieties constantly coming out i think we've got five or six different new ones for next spring if i recall correctly it's never a boring moment in the world of peppers there's always something newer newer and greater every year coming out in the world of uh of, of peppers mr john scott tell us your hours of operation for 2019 well, we are currently, today was Saturday, we're open 9 to 6. We will be closed Sundays now until the month of March. So we'll be uh, Monday through Saturday, 9 to 6, closed on Sundays until uh, the pansies and all those fun things show back up at the beginning of March. Outstanding. John Scott from Lowood, have a happy new year, and we will talk to you in 2019. Sounds good, Mark. Thank you. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. You've been through the Garden Gate with John Scott from Norwood Garden Center and Landscape. The Garden Talk phone lines are open. Call the garden guru, Mark Weber, at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. I guess the lady that I was going to speak to has decided to go someplace else. So that's okay. Let's go talk to John. Hi, John. Welcome to Garden Talk. Hi, Mark. How are you? I'm well, John, and Happy New Year to you, sir. And to you. How can I help you? I have a brown turkey fig plant that's been in a pot for probably five years, and we've only gotten fruit off of it for two of the five years. Okay. Anything I do to make more fruit come from it? Are we growing it inside or out? Well, during the summer, we tend to take it outside, but it's inside during the entire winter. Okay. Um, under the right conditions, you can grow that outside, by the way. Um, right now, it's in a big pot. Yeah. Um, it's, 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 this is one of these plants that... You'll see literature on it that says it's zone six, and you'll see another literature that'll say it, it does best in zones eight through ten. I know people that, that that grow this even in Michigan and have it outside. Um, there's a variety called Chicago Hardy um, that can be grown very easily outside. Um, I would I would suggest I would suggest trying to grow it outside. So this spring just take it outside and plant it into the ground? Yeah, and plant it like on the on the like the east side of your garage. And and this is reason being is um uh, the the fruit of this of this plant is is produced on new wood. Okay? Okay. Meaning wood that's produced that season. Meaning figs are unique in the standpoint that they're parthocarpic, uh, which means um, their fruit their fruits develop without pollination. I know that's kind of a weird thing to hear here, but what meaning is, you know, you typically think of a poll- pollination occurs between a male and female 
parts of the flower. And they may be on separate flowers, on separate plants, or on the same plant, okay? I'm not going to get into all the monaceous, diaceous, and all that stuff. But there's a lot of plants in nature that are parthecarpic, which means it's P-A-R-T-H-E-N-O-C-A-R-P-I-C. And and a good example of parthecarponic plants, um, for example, um, many of our nut-bearing trees are that way. They'll actually form nuts without pollination by insects. Now, they'll get pollinated otherwise, too, but you can actually form nuts on trees, on certain species of trees like that. A lot of forest trees have this mechanism, but it's only on new wood. So to produce a fig, we need to generate a plant with new wood. So where I'm kind of going with it is, is if we put that plant in a condition where it's going to be actively growing, it's going to produce more new wood than old wood. Does that make sense? Yeah. So what's probably happening, and this is pure speculation on my part, but because this plant is is pretty much not being able to grow through the seasons and being allowed to become vigorous again, it's not going to produce very much fruit. So we need to make it vigorous again. So you got really two options on the table. Put it in the ground and let it become vigorous. <laughs> mulch it in the wintertime. You probably need to mulch it. I need to tell you that. Okay. Or put it in a lot bigger pot and juice it up with fertilizer. Okay, it's and, in a pretty good sized pot, but we'll. Uh, and that's what I feared time. when I when we began this conversation. So, we got to produce new wood. So let's put it in the ground come spring. Um, let's make sure that we you know give it a good heavy layer of mulch, water it in the summer. Um, and it should rip and roar and give you a pretty good crop of new wood, which should produce fruit. Okay. Okay. And we'll see what happens that way. But I know of people, um, there's a guy that actually calls garden talk from time to time that actually has, has, he has had figs on the east side of his garage up in Huber Heights for at least, at least 26, 27 years that he's called this show. Um, I know of somebody in Alpena, Michigan that has figs that they grow on the side of their garage successfully. <laughs> so I know you can do it. Uh, All right. And does that does that help you? Yes, it oh, does. Absolutely. So if you have any extras, you can share them my way. No, I'm just teasing. <laughs> um, but yeah, they're they're fun to grow. Um, f- uh, the uh, fruit is absolutely delectable. So. Okay, sir. Okay. And and All if you right, get bored, you. you can make some fig newtons too. So, okay. All right. Take thank care. Bye-bye. Bye. 457 1290. Let's go to the telephone lines once again. Talk to Dennis. Dennis, good morning. Good morning. Morning, sir. How can I help? Uh, well, I missed the call in the head, but I looked it up last night cuz I have one. I have a problem with this why I looked it up. On the money tree? Right. Yeah, what's it doing? <laughs> Some of the older, larger leaves are starting to turn brownish yellow. Okay. Uh, and it's went pretty fast all of a sudden, but I'm still getting new ones coming out all over the place, too. So the the leaves that are turning yellow and brown, are they located at the top of the plant or lower down in the plant? Uh, they're the outside leaves. Outside leaves. Okay. And so is they're, there... The ones that at the top and around the sides, but they're all the older, well, pretty much the older leaves. So the older leaves are turning brown, right? Right. Okay. Is, is, is those leaves that are turning brown have any, um, burning or browning on the margins? No, it starts like close uh, to where the stem is and kind of just grows out in the uh, almost a reddish and brownish and uh, yellow. Okay. Um, have we inspected it for any type of insects at all? No, I haven't. I've had it for about a year and a half. Yeah, you may want to look on it and, and, and look at the stem tissue and see if there's any, like, uh, sticky residue on it. 
And if it's got any level of sticky residue on it, it may be related to some type of insect in the Homoptera family, which is could be mealybugs or aphids. Yeah, I know what they are. I've looked over and I don't have anything like that. Yeah, but I do have kind of one weird thing about it, though. One of the bigger leaves that's overlapping a, a smaller leaf that is turning red, it's like it came that one came through the impression of that. It did what? It, I'm sorry, I didn't hear what it came through. It did what? The, the impression, color wise, of the bottom leaf came through on the top leaf. It's a perfect impression of the end of the bottom leaf. Okay, I'm not sure what you mean by that, but uh, you know, you, you, there's, there's a couple of ways you can look at this. To me, you've got you've got some type of insect pressure, be it with scale or with mealybug or aphid. That's the first thing. If it's starting from the stem out or the petiole as it connects to the main stem of the plant, that's the first thing I would look for. The second thing that I would look at is nutrition. And I would look to see if I if we've over fertilized it, which could cause that type of symptomology, or under fertility, meaning we're not getting enough nutrition. And then the third thing would be some type of water problem, meaning standing water or not enough water. Yeah. Somewhere in all of that, there's an answer, <laughs> but I, I can't see it through the microphone. Sorry, but right. I. All I can do is guide you. Because it did it in like in a two-day period. Oh, it did it in two days? Yeah, it went from being perfectly green to uh, one turn, and then within two days I had uh, probably five or ten other the bigger set of leaves that turned. And and, and how long ago did that happen? Uh, about three days ago. Okay. And did we change our watering habits or skip any watering habits? I try to water it about once a week. You try to. So what well, do you what do you, what do you, what do you gauge something. what do you gauge that watering habit on? I have another plant that kind of starts wilting, and when I water it, I water that one. Okay, so you kind of follow the leader, so to speak. Right. Okay. Let's let's do this a different way. Um, this is going to be one of the most scientific things you do all day. No, I'm just teasing. Uh, I want you to put your finger in the pot of the money tree. And I want you to just tell me if it feels wet or dry to the touch. Are you nearby the money tree that we can do this live on the radio? Yeah, I'm right in front of it. It feels moist. Okay. I just watered it last night, though. Okay. Um, is the pot that it didn't have... Drainage on the bottom of the side? Uh, yes, I watered it. I put it in a pot and let it absorb the water into the base. I don't There's your problem. Okay. You got root rot. Okay. You need to dra- let it drain and leave it drain. You don't want it to stand in water and suck it up. That's, that's not how nature works with plants. Okay. So we need to let it drain out. And don't let it stand in water, okay? And I think if you do All that, right. you'll probably have a happier money tree, okay? But it won't make yeah, it won't make you any hundred dollar bills or anything, okay? <laughs> All right. All right. So this turning to go won't make it real. Huh? No, it, it 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 won't produce it won't produce pesos or dollar bills or 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 or, or, or guilders or anything like that. But at least yeah, you feel right. good with the being the new year that you've got a money tree in your in your house, okay? <laughs> okay, thank you. All right, Dennis, have a good, happy new year and enjoy your money tree without standing water on its roots. All right. All right. I, just say, I knew I knew sooner or later I would get to the bottom of his money tree problem. <laughs> Sound like I'm a financial advisor or something. When we come back, more Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 and WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 
Have you been thinking about retiring? It could be the most important decision of your life. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. right here on WHIO for answers to your questions about how to maximize your money during retirement and learn strategies about minimizing your taxes. Get the facts and learn about all of your options. Tune in to Russell Total Wealth Radio Saturdays at 1 p.m. on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO part of our Ask the Expert weekends. At McAfee, we strive to remain a leader in our industry by realizing you, the customer, comes first. We also know your time is valuable. You should never have to take time away from what matters to get an estimate on a new system for your home. So now, like never before, receive a price instantly using our online estimating tool at mcair.com. Any season, any time. McAfee. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre. You know, over the years, I've seen many people fall victim to drugs and alcohol. Sadly, some of them never recovered, and some of them aren't here anymore. Drugs and alcohol not only negatively impact your career, but also your relationships, your finances, your health, and so much more. The good news is that we have choices, and you can choose to say yes to a drug-free lifestyle. And if you're suffering right now from addiction, please reach out for help. This message is brought to you by the U.S. Air Force. Hey, WHIO listeners, Larry Hanskin here. Remember, you can stay connected by checking in with us on air and online throughout the holidays from all of us here at AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. To you and your family, have a happy new year. All right, ladies and gents, it's 8.52. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from Mr. Jesse Mack. Colder temperatures have waved back into the Dayton area today. We'll start off with temperatures near 30 and only climb into the upper 30s for a high. Mostly cloudy skies out there and overall a quiet day. Partly cloudy overnight tonight with a low of 27 degrees. And tomorrow, sunshine returns with temperatures warming to 41 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag of the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows overcast sky conditions, a very little wind. We're resting at 33 degrees in downtown Dayton, 33 over in the land of Tecumseh. 30 over in uh, Preble County and 33 at my house. On the station that you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7, WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. For 28 years, we've been planting the seeds to a greener and better place called Southwest Ohio, and um, we've often um, have been blessed to have wonderful listeners like you listen to us each and every week, and we feel very blessed and humbled at the same time to uh, be able to sit in this great chair and, and speak through this great microphone and talking about the wonderful world of plants and the good things they do for us. Um, 2018 is nearly over and 2019 shall begin here in the next few days. And uh, I hope that uh, you will take a few time, hours or a few minutes of, of your day in the next week or so and start to reflect on your um, successes as well as your disappointments and in the garden and begin to rekindle the fire and find a way to uh, rebuild what has been lost and maintain what you have kept um and you know it's it's a clear clear um it's clear as day um that we all need plants in our lives uh, we know that if we live in cities that have trees we have um, that are well cared for and well placed, we have lower rates of crime, we have uh, children that have lower ha- have higher test scores. If you go to the hospital and you go to a place that's that's well landscaped and well treated that you're going to get out of the hospital sooner than you would if you went to a facility that didn't have it. So you know the facts, and the data clearly tell us that having and living in near plants is a really important part of our, our well-being mentally as well as physically. Um, and we know from data that where people had, were living that had emerald ash borer that took out thousands of trees that respiratory issues increased thereafter. So 
planting and maintaining trees and landscaping is a should be a high priority in your life. Um, and it should be part of your New Year's resolutions um, to make the world in which you reside, be it your house in Huber Heights or your home in Oakwood or wherever you may reside, um, a little bit better by planting something and maintaining something. Maybe um, you'd like to be able to grow your own vegetables in 2019. You can get that knowledge here every Saturday morning at 6 to 9. Maybe you want to grow your own fruit in 2019. You can get that knowledge and expertise right here on Garden Talk from 6 to 9. And maybe you are in a subdivision in Centerville that I call the treeless lands, which are places that have no trees. Maybe you want to uh, plant a tree in your yard in 2019. Um, We can give you the expertise and the knowledge here in Garden Talk um, next year. And I hope you tune in next year because I will be here and doing what I do best, which is assist each and every one of you with the knowledge and understanding on how to be successful in the garden. Um, Because the more you grow um, and the better you're going to be long term. Um, so think about that and put that on the on the calendar for New Year's resolutions for 2019. 457-1290, if you've got a question or you want to talk a little bit about a gardening challenge, you have a few minutes here before we start to run the clock down and we sign up for our final show for 2018. It's hard to believe um, that we're talking about the changing of another year already. It seems like... Um, Every year goes by a little faster than the last one. And for some reason, we can barely ever keep up, at least in my world, at that. Also, going into the new year, if my business can help you, um, we're only a phone call away. You can always reach us at area code 937-835-3381. You can also look at our website at www.weberlandscaping.com. Weber spelled with two Bs. Um, we'll be back here next Saturday with the new 2019 edition of Garden Talk, talking about a whole long plethora of things and helping you be successful um, with whatever your gardening endeavors may be in the new upcoming year. Well, folks, that'll wrap it up for this week's edition of Garden Talk. A very special thanks to you for listening to this morning's broadcast. Thank you for tuning in and thank you miss producer for a job well done and thank each and every one of you from the bottom of my heart for listening to this morning's broadcast remember the same words that i spoke 28 years ago on a fine december day of doing garden talk and they are so very true on this very fine day and there were simply these words and they make so much sense and they are so true Gardening, my friends, is a great quest in life. It's a wonderful way to enjoy the blessed earth in which the good Lord has made. Please, my friends, get out there and do some gardening. But be sure the gardening that you always do is happy gardening on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.